Hey everyone, this is Let's Get Practical with Daryl Girardier, and today we're talking about choosing a church website host. Let's do this. Welcome to Let's Get Practical. This podcast is about church communications from a practical standpoint. It's about what works and what doesn't. It's about helping you cut through all of the clutter and noise and get straight to the point. And today we're talking about choosing a church website host. Now, just recently, we finished up majority of the major work we have on our church's website. And that is putting together the design, choosing the host, uh, figuring out where we're going to host the website in terms of, you know, what platform we're going to be on, all those type of things. We just kind of, we made a lot of these major decisions and now we're in the process of actually taking the design and actually really making it a reality. So we are up to our neck in terms of file transfers and all the kind of crazy fun stuff you have to do when you are building out a church website. Of course, ours is a little different because I'm actually technically building out eight church websites because we have eight campuses. So that adds a little bit of layer to complexity to that. But as I was going through this process, I took some time to kind of reflect a little bit about what are some of the options that currently exist out there? Because we wanted to look at all the options that were out there when we were making our decision of what we're going to go to in terms of a new platform. Currently, our website's hosted on Expression Engine, and that served us well from a multi-site, multi-campus view. However, we knew that we needed to go to something something new, something that was going to be able to help grow with us as we as a church were growing. So we went through and looked at a whole bunch of different platforms and a bunch of different hosts, and I want to kind of walk you through the different ones that we looked through and you know what that kind of means for you is you probably at some point will be looking for a new website host for your church's website. You know where you're going to put it, what you got platform you got to put it on, how you're going to host it, all those type of things. So here are some of the things we kind of looked at, and I'm kind of going to break them down into three different categories. The first category we looked at in terms of a website host for your church for your church's website was what I call the WYSIWYG category. That is what you see is what you get. And these are platforms by which you can put your website on the platform and you can design it however you'd like, very drag and drop. You you know you can get into an interface, you move a logo from one side to the other side with your mouse, and guess what? It's been moved over there and that's where it's gonna sit. So that's why I call it WYSIWYG, is what you see is what you get. And platforms like this are like Wix.com, that's W-I-X.com, and Squarespace is another one in that category. And these are these are platforms by which the idea is that you can get in there and you can go ahead and immediately start building your website. No coding involved needed. You just go in and make it happen real, real fast, real quick. Get yourself up and running. And the advantage of the systems are is that it is. It is a very easy system by which you can kind of get things up and running. Um, when you're dealing with a WYSIWYG, it's very straightforward. It's really quick. And they've got some beautiful pre-built designs for you inside their system. So if you're not a designer, that's okay. Squarespace and Wix, especially Squarespace for that matter, has these really great designs built in. Just add your logo, add the photos. They've got templates. You just pop it in and your stuff's going to look really good. And so that's a fairly easy way to go ahead and start a website. It's just using one of these pre-made built website um, WYSIWYG, if you will, platforms and Wix and Squarespace are the two that come, come to mind for me when we looked at, you know, what are some of those options in that area? Now, the disadvantage with going something with something like that is, is that those websites often will require a little bit more money to do some integration. And by integration, I mean, if you want to embed something, something from like a Google Calendar or you want to, you know, have some JavaScript because you're going to have a pop-ups or you're going to do like an email list kind of thing that you want to grab. Those type of integrations, or maybe you want to use your 
your church management software platform to integrate with it. Those type of things are probably going to require an upgrading cost, or you just probably may not be able to do them because their platform is not really designed to do all, all of those type of integrations. And you may be able to do it, but you, again, you may have to pay extra for that. The other thing that we, that we kind of shied away from when we looked at these was having multiple users in their platforms is not really what these are designed to do. They're really designed to have a single person kind of manage the entire website. So if you got multiple people managing multiple pages inside the website, it can get hairy really, really fast. And the other thing is you really can't lock down certain aspects of the website like you can in other platforms. So you could have an administrative assistant get in or a minister get in for that matter, just kind of just wreck the whole thing if you're not careful. So that's, you know, that's something to think through when you're looking at a system like this. But again, if you're just starting out and you're going, I need something fast, quick and not super expensive. I think the lowest price on Squarespace is around like 16 to 18 bucks a month, depending on if you go for the monthly price versus the yearly price. I think the yearly price drops to around like 12 bucks a month. Um, you know, if you're, if that's what you're trying to do, then I say go with this platform you're going to be good to go. They're going to keep you up and running and you're going to, you're going to, they're going to look, you're going to look really, really great. In fact, if you want to see a really great website on Squarespace, uh, uh, just Google Life Point Church. I'll put it in the show notes. Life Point Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Michael Sullivan there, the creative director there, built the website on Squarespace, and it looks fantastic. He did a really, really good job. He really, he really pushes Squarespace to the to the edge of what you can do with it. So it's a really great example of what you can do with Squarespace if you got a little bit of design knowledge and you got a little bit of technical as well. You can you can make something really, really beautiful out of that. The second category what we looked at was what we call. I call agency hosted. And by agency hosted, I mean, you hire a third party agency to kind of come in and do the whole thing. Like they're going to come in, they're going to design the website. They're going to host the website. They're going to do it on their platform. Some, maybe some sort of custom platform they built for, for their churches. The whole thing is being done by them. So the advantage of the system of, of going with an agency is, is they're going to handle all the design. They're going to think through their, your web strategy for you you know, you're going to be the, you know, they're going to think through what the customer or the, or the, you know, your attendee is going to experience. So they're going to treat you great. They're going to treat you like a customer. They're going to do a whole walkthrough. They'll probably do brainstorming sessions with you. They're going to make you feel great and treat you great because a lot of these agencies are really good at what they do. So there's some advantages. If you're kind of going, I don't know anything technical. I just want to outsource the whole thing. I don't want to deal with it. You know what? That's an easy route that you could do is is go out and, and hire one of these agencies to come in and do that for you. And I'll list some agencies in the show notes as well that you can go check out. The disadvantage of going with an agency though is is one they can be really expensive. Um, they can kind of get up there in price real fast. So you need to have some pretty good amount of cash on hand, I think, to go with a lot of these agencies. Uh, the second thing that's a little bit that is a disadvantage is you're on their platform. More than likely, they probably have some sort of custom proprietary platform that they've built. And they want you to be on because they know that system really, really well. And that means when you want to transfer out of that platform into another platform, that's going to be a bit of a pain. I dealt with that when I first came on staff at the church I'm currently at. Uh, we were on a website hosting company, the agency that built the whole thing. And for us to get to the new website, which is our current website, I had to go in and manually go in and we had to manually go in and transfer every single image, every single sermon file, the whole thing. So that was a very, I think two week long tedious process of doing all that. So again, you got to think through that of, of, of your future proofing, if you will, down the road, what that's going to look like for you. Uh, the third thing is, is while they probably will be able to do a lot of really cool customizations, which I think is a, is an advantage. They'll probably be able to build you a lot of really great custom stuff on your website. 
um, further customization probably will cost you. So you need to keep in mind that if you're going to add additional features down the road or your, your church is kind of one of those churches that are prone to kind of change their mind, you just need to build into your budget. We hired, you know, we're going to pay you X amount of dollars to build this thing, but every year I'm going to need X amount of dollars for you guys to do some additional customization work on that. So just always kind of keep that in mind. And again, one of the other, actually, now that I think about it, one of the other advantages of having somebody do this is, is if the website goes down, it's on them. It's not on you. So if you're not the one to deal with the design or the technical, an agency is actually not a bad way to go. The third option and the option that we went with is WordPress. And I, you know, it's a, granted, it's a, it's kind of interesting to put that as its own separate category, but I feel like it's, it really deserves that because 30% of the web runs on WordPress. The great thing is if you typed in website host WordPress, you'll find a truckload of hosts out there. So WordPress is everywhere. One of the things I love about WordPress is, is that WordPress is really, really flexible. You can do a lot with WordPress. In fact, there's not a whole lot. I, I can't imagine that you want to do in your church website that, you know, WordPress doesn't do, or somebody already hasn't figured out how to do it on WordPress. The other advantages are, is that it's an open system. In other words, you, if you want to leave one host and go to another host and it's WordPress, it's super easy to transfer over. If you want to pull your stuff out of WordPress and then put it into another platform, like say you want to go from WordPress to Squarespace, you can do that. So it's a super open system by which you can kind of transfer your stuff from one place to the other place with pretty much no problem at all. You know, I mentioned earlier that 30% of the web runs on WordPress and that makes it to me, it gives another advantage, which is you can find a WordPress developer everywhere. There's WordPress developers all over the place, which means if something goes wrong, you're probably gonna be able to find somebody who's be able, who'll be able to fix fix your website for you, hopefully at a reasonable cost. Now that doesn't mean you gotta vet people and make sure they know what they're doing because there are a lot of developers out there who really aren't great WordPress developers. But if you go through the church communications community, you're gonna find there are some really well-respected uh guys and girls who know WordPress really well and can help you customize your website and fix one any, any problems you've got. So I like it because it's a very large community that you can you can uh, pull off of. The other thing I like about it is WordPress is cheap. Yeah, if, you, if you can find the right host and maybe do like a, you know, like a three-year deal where you, know, you pay th- one to two to three years on the, on the upfront, you can actually get your hosting really, really at a fraction of a cost what you would pay elsewhere. So I like the fact that it's actually really inexpensive to actually host a website on WordPress when you compare it to other platforms. Now, the disadvantages for me for WordPress are it does require you to have some technical skills to do this. You are going to run into some issues every once in a while where you're going to have to have a little bit of technical knowledge to figure out what went wrong or why it's not working the way you want it to work. So you always got to keep that in mind that you're going to need to probably brush up on some basic technical skills and not a whole lot, but I suggest you take like a WordPress 101 tutorial class to kind of have a really good full understanding of it. If you want to go with WordPress, the other disadvantage I would say is security. And I say it's a disadvantage in the sense that you just need to make sure your WordPress is always up to date and you've locked things down with like proper plugins and that kind of stuff. More importantly, everything is up to date. And you'll get little notifications asking you to, hey, make sure you update this, update this. You just want to stay on top of that. That's not something you want to lag on. As somebody who's seen websites, I've seen multiple websites get hacked on WordPress. It's typically because the user did not upgrade their database, didn't upgrade the platform, upgrade the plugins, just didn't take care of everything. So you are going to have to deal with some of the maintenance. Unlike Squarespace, Wix, or an agency where they will handle all that, 
you are going to be responsible for that. So you need to keep that in mind if you decide to go with WordPress. WordPress is the thing that we decided to go with. It's the platform that we felt most comfortable with because we knew we could dedicate the time and effort to get it hosted properly. Uh, we have a decent amount of technical expertise on our staff. And we also knew we had the time and bandwidth to also make sure that it was going to be up to date and you know, was going to be secure. So that's the reason why we went with that. We also went with it because it was able to handle multi-campus, you know, multi-campus websites fairly easily. And we, that's something we had to do as we were trying to build our website out to accommodate 12 campuses. So there you go. That's some great information, hopefully for you on choosing a uh, host for your church's website. Hopefully you can glean something from this as you all are making decisions on where to put your website next, or maybe you're just building a website for the first time. Hopefully this information will help you as well. If you've enjoyed this episode, do us a favor and rate us on iTunes or subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. We would love that until next week. I will talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks. Bye.